0: Are you ready? Can crush us. It don't really get no better
1: than just the podcast that you looking for. If you really happy in the wrestling, hosted by the Mark. Energy that's so amazing got to keep it entertaining. Rep the Can
0: Crush a Nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring, the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Got to shout out to the Miz and dupe the dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a facebuster. Yeah, yeah, this is the show you needin' yeah. and it ain't no need for waiting waitin'. Mark, hold it down for the can crushin nation All about yeah. wrestling yeah. and keep it entertaining, entertaining. Can crushes, wrestling podcast. time to break them, let's break em. go Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushes
1: Yeah 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 Can crushes Let's go
0: And that's Sir Michael Jenks, who celebrated a birthday this week. Hey, how about uh, you got some shout-outs from Can Crusher Nation giving you some birthday love,
1: Jenksy boy. I love the Can Crusher Nation. Thank you for all the uh, shout-outs, mentions, and all of that. And the lovely post you made uh, as well on, on my birthday. I appreciate that, too, Mr. Mark-to-mark. Do mark Do you remember that's it? Fantastic. Oh, I remember it. Well, not just remember, a picture of what I wrote. Well, like, word for word, I do not remember. But I remember the post, and then I do remember the picture. So now you got to make me look it up, don't you? I'm no, look it, up it was...
0: <sighs> see, I don't even remember it.
1: Yeah, see? Oh, see, you requested me, and you didn't even know the answer. <laughs> well,
0: I thought it was so embedded out. into your mind.
1: Well, you know, I take those compliments, I internalize them, and it puts a big smile on my face. But it says, let's all wish the big hat-wearing, figure pointing sexy set a very happy birthday. So I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. In
1: the Hawaiian shirt with the cowboy hat and finger gun. The classiest look I could come up with. Well, you have to look
0: a fool. You have to look a fool. And the bonus is, like, you guys, and it's been this way for four years, you guys can't do any of that on Can Crushers because I don't allow you.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's very fair. By the way, the girlfriend loved the post as well. Did she, she with all of it? Yeah, yeah I'm getting
0: points. I'm getting better points than some people that you know. By the way, welcome to Can Crusher's Wrestling Podcast. I'm Mark. The <laughs> Mark that's Sir Michael Jenks.
1: Hi guys. Did
0: she? <laughs> did she ever see that picture prior? Oh, she no, had, no, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Good. I said I described it to her. She just looked at me funny, and I said, "Let me pull it up." So I pulled up that picture that you got. You posted in that post. She laughed hysterically about it, and then I showed her the actual picture that it came from. She was loving it. Good.
0: Good. So you had a good birthday, though, overall?
1: Yeah, it was a a great birthday. Uh, Saw lots of people, uh, hung out with some, some people that I could hang out with and that, and enjoyed the time. And some people just didn't decide to show up for the birthday. So, you know, things happen. But... I'm throwing I'm throwing shade at Moochie right now. It's 2022. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, his kids are sick, but I had to give him a little little shot in the arm there. But
0: uh, well, if it's his kids, then you can't be a dick yeah. about that. If it was him or you know well, uh, the neighbor he, he, or something, he, but yeah,
1: here's the thing: he gave it to his kids, so I'm going to be a little bit of
0: a dick about uh, it. He did. That's right. I remember from the 40 year dash, he did give it to yeah. him. He's an yeah. asshole.
1: See? He face. is ass <laughs> but yeah so that also delayed his numerous questions that he had for her, but that's probably a good thing to save that for another time in another place
0: yeah but. but that means now that he's the sole attention of meeting your girlfriend for the first time one time which
1: is oh he would be it could be it was going to be the same thing <laughs> even,
0: even with if the time he, of he got together
1: in a larger group he would it would have been the same thing too shit handy dandy notebook so he's he's on point now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: not an eventful week, besides your birthday, not an eventful week, then, huh?
1: no, not really. uh finished up the roundabout for the girlfriend meeting at least twenty people in my family, uh, but that wrapped up yesterday, so yeah, thats what parents.
0: last week we, we we had to go short last week, How was the god niece I mean not uh, not your you know.
1: Yeah, the mafia Godneys. She was the mafia Godneys. She actually played the shy card last week, which kind of shocked me. She didn't say much. She made she made a couple jokes, and they kind of joked around a little bit, but it wasn't anything. So she played the shy card. So it was really on my sisters and mom to ask the questions. Uh, mm. But everybody seemed to like uh, Kimberly, and Kimberly liked this. Seemed to like everybody that was there. So turned out pretty well
0: that's a plus part. you guys yeah, are ready just to go get hitched
1: now <laughs> boom everybody's met you're good to go um, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> for her she has had a very heavy dose of my family but it's taken it like a champ so i'll give her credit good for i'll give her, her credit
0: good yeah. for her so all
1: well all went well good what about you what's going on with you
0: uh, it's been basketball. It's, be, it's yeah. been a load of basketball on the radio. It's been burning the candle at both ends and just coming home and passing out, essentially. I, I mean, I, I'm excited. I, I love doing it, but there's not been a lot of uh, hanging out video game time or even, thank God we have podcasts in the hopper. And I, I knew that's why it's always good to have things in the hopper, because this week is... You know, district games don't get scheduled until after they get played because you don't know who's in it and you don't know what is the the median between the teams until you get to the championship, which is always scheduled at, like, Clarion University. But you don't want to have somebody from the Northeast coming down all the way down to the Southwest, and, you know, so there's Mm got to be medians there, and we don't get them until essentially the day before. So that's, uh,
1: yeah, that's where we're rolling. Oh, God, that's got to be a little bit... Is it stressful, or is it more where the hell am I going next type anxiety uh, a little bit?
0: It, it's definitely where the hell am I going next. Stressful, no, because it's essentially... I follow, like, two or three teams, so I know the ins and, and out of them. It's just... Right. Sitting down, getting to the venue like an hour ahead of time, and then doing some real hard prep work on a team that I don't know. Um... Mm. Which it's nice because this Wednesday is actually two teams uh, both played uh, ten miles apart from each other. I- I've called oh, them. Okay. I've called them all week, so um, I have no prep work to do. It's nice. It's going in uh, Cover Ridgeway, which is my hometown, and Elk County Catholic, which is essentially ten miles away. Which I know the kids. So yeah. all of them are my son's friends. Which is really oh, cool. cool. Yeah,
1: that is really cool.
0: Uh, another, t- I do have to go to Clarion once this week, which is which is all right. Uh, it's actually the early game. Thank God, it's a six o'clock game instead of one of the nine o'clock games. But because I, I won't waste vacation, because something has been pre-ordered and downloaded and is simmering on the PlayStation, so that day has already been booked <laughs> and ready to go. That that is a uh there's no garbage day, there's no nothing day. There's just Mark sitting at home and being a thirteen year old boy playing WWE two K twenty two. Nice. Yep.
1: Very nice.
0: And I did pull the trigger. I, I thought about it for a while, Jenks. I thought Wait, do I really want all the DLCs when they come out? They might be some stupid ones. Do I need the season pass? Am I going to get into that card-playing game? Am I to- No, just screw it, because you end up paying more overall. So I, I downloaded the NWO edition, and um, I actually get it on the 6th. So, Oh, yeah,
1: you get it a couple days early. Mm-hmm. Nice. So really I don't nice.
0: care how long revol- Revolution goes, because I'm off the next day.
1: Yeah, I'll look at you.
0: Yeah. You're ready to go. Ready to go. Very nice. Ready to go. Very
1: nice.
0: Next weekend, though, Jenks, is going to be crazy uh, because we are going to have revolution. We, not that the listeners care, but we may have to bump back an hour because I will only be coming back from Sharon because I'm calling a whole day of high school wrestling regionals on the radio and they get over late. So they're booking us a hotel. So we don't have oh, to drive okay. home from Sharon. Uh, we'll play that by ear and I'll keep you up to date, but sounds good. Yeah. I, I've never called high school wrestling before, by the way, how's this going to go? I don't know.
1: How many times are you going to reference Kurt Angle?
0: <clears throat> Probably a lot. Probably a lot. They got, there's a there's an older gentleman that doesn't like doing like the reads for the, the ads or running the equipment so he's got a lot of the know-how and you know where the kids are ranked and the schools that they go to and so on and so forth like that yeah um, I'm there for the, the technical part the ads and then throw in very little color and it I, a woo could come across the radio station next week. I could be cheering for an RK bro tag team <laughs> interruption or something. I don't know. I really have the slightest idea where this is going to go. So
1: now, You're not going to try to go in there with a garbage can and try to screw over one of the kids, are I'm you? Gonna, I, I'm going to. I'm going to. Brass knucks down the front of my yeah, pants, right. <laughs> a fork in my <laughs> shoe. Just toss it. Toss it into the other kid. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Did you it? have the rats. So are you, now you gotta, Are you going to go with the bedazzled blazer? are you going to how are you going to go? Paul Heyman approach with suit and tie. What's the game plan? to distract the raft?
0: I haven't even thought of that. That's a gonna, great idea. I need to. I really need to ham this up, don't I?
1: Yeah, you got to you got to go full bore on this. Like I, I'm not saying like Grand Wizard full bore, but maybe Bobby the Brain Heenan
0: full bore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what I would like actually. I need to find myself a sweater vest. Oh, that would do it. Mean Street Posse.
1: That yeah, that would be it. Yeah, I, I don't
0: know. We'll see. We'll see. And I, I will definitely post a picture <laughs> of how I'm broadcasting high school wrestling next week.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm picturing you as Pete Gas more than anything right oh, now,
0: for sure.
1: For <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs>
0: other than that i mean that's uh that's it um i will tell you i did yesterday an amazing interview with somebody from deep south wrestling um deep south you know nick patrick runs deep mm. south and his dad the you know jody hamilton who passed away last August, um, they're kinda of resurgence. They're having they're having a, a big event this coming Friday, and my guest this week, Vet Adams, talks a lot about that, and she tells her amazing story how she got into professional wrestling. And Jenks, I'm gonna ruin it right now. We'll hear from her after caller an elbow, you know, her little shout out to us. But uh this is going to be the Can Crusher Interview of the Year. I, I, I. It's dated right now. I don't even know what the hell today's date is. It's the twenty seventh of February. It is dated that this is going to be the Can Crusher Interview of the Year. You have to bring it, people, because this is unbelievable what this uh, woman has gone through to get to wrestling. I'll leave it at that. It's if you don't listen Wednesday. If you do listen Wednesday, make sure you have Kleenexes next to you.
1: That's amazing. You're hyping this up, so I can't wait for it to come out Wednesday. Uh, I'll pull the fourth
0: wall down to the podcast real quick, too. Um, Interview is about an hour and a half, you know, between opening and closing and stuff. And then Vet and myself uh, talked for another hour afterwards. Just she is somebody that is a best friend now. Uh, really, I, I opened up to her, and she opened up to. I mean, it, it, I, I've never met her in person, but she feels like she could either be like a little sister or somebody like that. That, yeah, I want to go to Atlanta now.
1: That's amazing.
0: It's that awesome. Is, it,
1: it, that is amazing.
0: The wrestling community. It's listen, folks. Let, let me tell you, she is an advocate for so much in whew, all right, before I give it away or, or cry again, because I end up crying on the podcast as well. So, just so you know.
1: So, definitely have the tissues ready, guys. Yeah. And be prepared for, would you say, an emotional ride? Yeah. Sounds like it will be
0: emotional, inspirational. Uh, but then we break down and get funny as well. Uh, like, it's you will have every emotion Wednesday uh, on this spotlight. It's crazy.
1: Crazy. That's amazing. I can't
0: wait. I have I not even wait. told, Cal has even asked me, my wife, has, she's like, well, what? I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I said, this is something that people have to listen to and get their own feels without yeah. me giving
1: a spoiler. So, yeah. All right. You uh, heard him, guys. This is going to be a good one in interview of the year. I, Already the top me, 10 in it.
0: Yeah. I, for
1: you. That's fair.
0: Yeah. A- a- unless, uh, I don't know. Jesus Christ and the Pope sit down with us, the four of us, or something. I I don't know, right. but I still right. I still have to think. Hmm, maybe are you
1: are you trying to get God on this podcast? I talk to him about the tag team match against Vince McMahon. I mean, it's a bold strategy. It is a bold strategy. Do th- Who do you think would win? No all right. Well, <sighs> well, well, we know Vince won. I mean, he beat Sean that night. He did. Sean and God God and God (laughs) Oh God
0: So uh, other than that um, I I have nothing else I I watch a little bit of college baseball And if uh, Major League Baseball doesn't come back Jenks I'm in golf in college already I'm already getting set to watch some on ESPN Plus This afternoon After the family goes and gets hot dogs And yeah
1: Nice yeah, I gotta, I gotta put on uh, the college baseball. I thought they had it on ESPN now. Be honest, have, they have to. Yeah, there's nothing else going on. And let's be honest, by tomorrow's deadline, I don't see anything being accomplished for MLB. So definitely no season on time. No, if there is going to be one, I, I so. can't
0: imagine. If it is, it's going to be shortened, shortened, because they're going to be they're way, way, way far away. I've been watching Ben Verlander a lot talk yeah. about it who's Justin's brother and the uh he he's got he's got stake in the game essentially and he's like we're right. no,
1: we're nowhere fucking close I was going to say I, this is going to drag out maybe for a couple more months at least and that's just my personal opinion I think it's going to be half a season if anything yeah
0: but I agree That's uh so I agree. So which ruins uh, my baseball trip, because you're going to have to redo the whole schedule all over. Oh, yeah. Sons sure. of bitches. That
1: uh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah, all right. When was that planned
0: for? Uh, the middle of June, it was planned for. That won't happen.
1: Yeah, that's not going to
0: happen. That's not going to happen. So... All right. Other than that, uh, kind of a, I don't want to say a week opening for us, but it, it's been a, a, a week of craziness for me, partying for Jenks, and uh, <laughs> not a lot of big to do news that we have to really shout it out right now so we can keep it kind of wrapped in AEW and WWE's um, plot line that we have going, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, they did all of it last week. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> the new last week. They did. You know, there's a couple of things hitting here and there, but it more pertains to the pro- the products themselves. So we'll probably get into it during our segment here. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys.
0: You know, uh, collar and elbow hats, hoodies, tees, all the sweet stuff that Al Snow and his homeboys over at Collar and Elbow Wrestling have. Use the promo code CANCRUSHERS. All one word. Capital C and CAN, capital C and CRUSHERS. You'll save 10%. Head over to What a Maneuver. And look us up on there We have all our shirts and hoodies there Don't forget to check out our website For the other stuff That we have from Spring Creator Uh, That's linked to Our Wixite website Which you can find on all our social medias Which is Instagram, Twitter And Facebook You can get stuff from there It's all at Cancrusher69 Keep flooding the emails Jokingly flooding them they're <laughs> flooding the emails right now no at least wrestlers are reaching out on emails to schedule stuff for march and everything so thank you there but it's cancrusher69 at gmail.com and listen to us everywhere a freaking podcast can be spotify stitcher iheart itunes da, 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 da. half of them don't send money so i half i only listen to half of them
1: right fair enough Fair enough. Uh,
0: We might have some other things in the works here in the future, but we have to get through uh, districts and regional basketball before Mark uh, dives into that. And I'll tell you that we will be having a non-wrestling-related spotlight coming up that will break down everything that Chad Miller uh, from OVW and Al Snow and Dave Hero... We'll be doing again this year in Dubois for the wrestling show and the Chad Miller, uh, not the Chad Miller, Jesus, the Miller Invitational Baseball Tournament that we are so engulfed in. Um, I'll tell you right now, that will be taking place June 14th in the rest of that week. And it's going to be baseball, softball, out the wazoo. So I will be doing a lot of play-by-play for that as well. So I'm excited there. But, again, we'll have uh, the GM of the newly formed, um what the hell are they called? The Louisville Jockeys. The college oh, league yeah. that they have coming on to talk about stuff. And Chad will probably be in as well. So, we always break awesome. once in a while for that. That That's something that's near and dear to my heart for Chad. He got me into OVW, and we also, we'll we use this platform to get the kids involved in baseball as well, Jenks, because we're, we're both huge baseball fans as well. So we always have that one yeah. in the year that we kind of pause for wrestling and let Chad do his thing.
1: That's Exactly, and that's a worthwhile cause, and it'll be a fun episode during yeah. that time. So and, I and love it. it.
0: It will, and then you'll have to come down this year for the the wrestling event in Dubois. And uh, in Dubois, yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I'm not going to let you be the ring announcer. That's for sure. But
1: uh, well, that's rude. You can
0: what, what you can carry the titles back and forth, or to, to, to ring the bell, or something. I don't. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Oh, wow. What, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks. carrying carrying the, the bag huh? <laughs> Gotta start as the, uh, the young boy, if you will, in the <laughs> Maybe you can just you can be a ring crew before, and then ring crew
0: after. This way, now, <laughs> now we shouldn't be having me tighten down anything. We if should just put say, it on. They, we should just put. We should just broadcast the damn thing on our YouTube channel this year, and not well, me. Should. And not do the me be the ring announcer. We can find somebody else to ring announce, and then we should just broadcast it on our YouTube channel.
1: You know, I don't know
0: why I just thought of that. Literally, right now, I thought of that.
1: Look at that. The ideas are spewing. Uh, a terrible idea that I would not condone, and hopefully he doesn't hear this and start bombarding us, is Moochie doing the ring announcements. I think that would just shit to spend on the show. So, oh, that would be the co-host at the 40-year dash. That would be
0: amazing. And Cody, Cody can come out of his house and he can be the young boy then.
1: There you go. There you go. Chad, I'm, we, I'm just I'm Chad. just saying, Moochie is trying to be an officiant of a wedding as well. So, you know, putting that out there, too. So you he need needs practice.
0: Maybe somebody can get married in the wrestling ring and he announces it. There you go. Chad, we have this whole weekend booked for you. You just have to show up. <laughs> We're good. We're good. I know you're going to listen to this because I told you I'd give you a shout out today. Uh, all right. Let's pause. Let's hear from Al and then Vet Adams will come on in. Give a little shout out and then we'll dive into AEW. We'll go AEW heavy this week since you shit on it last. No, I'm kidding. We were against the (laughs) wall last week. Yeah, it
1: was me. It was all me. Wrestling.
0: A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand
1: hey this is vet adams and you're listening to can crushers podcast in one two three
0: and welcome back to can crushers yes i'm ready for some aew janks. let's uh start As we do on we normally do, you can tell there's no rhyme or reason to the show this week. It's almost like we don't want to do it, but we're doing it, and we're doing it. I don't know. Is there ever a rhyme and reason to the show? There's not. There's (laughs) not. But there's there's less. I'm I'm hungry. I really want Uh these hot dogs from Mad Dog One Fifty Nine in Kane, Pennsylvania today. By the way, that's
1: the second time you plugged them. I I know.
0: (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully, because I, I want that Cali dog
1: and Hawaiian dog. Those do sound very nice. They you did do. explain those to me beforehand. Yeah. They sound really good.
0: Yeah, look them up. Mad Dog 159, Fraley Street. They're also, uh, I know this a lot, because they're actually one of our major sponsors for the basketball, too. So I hear it every freaking night, three or four times. So I'm like, I haven't been there in a while. Gotta go back. I gotta go back. And then mean's like, I want hot dogs today. I'm like, yes, yes. Definitely, We're going. Yes. <laughs> so, Jenks, I have a few beefs with AEW this week because it was almost... Dynamite was live, but it almost looks like it was recorded. And uh, Rampage, we know, is recorded. And my big beef with Dynamite is uh, they just threw people in the ring and started matches. There, there was a lot of cold entrances. I guess that's what you call them there. <laughs> My big one is we didn't get Wardlow's entrance. We didn't get this person. I mean, it, stop. Give yourself time. Are you trying to get too much on a show? And I think that might be their issue.
1: Well, that's been the thing over the past couple, I think, past couple months. They're just jamming everything they can into the two-hour time spot. And I'm not saying go to three hours. No, right. no. But, what, but it seems like that's what they're doing is they're trying to get everybody a spotlight, but they're getting everybody pushed into a show. It kind of takes away from some people it, at the end of the day because you don't get that build up for their entrance and they're almost come up and we talked about the Aurora before and having people in the met, the entrances and how they're big and coming down. It kind of takes away from their moment and their time to shine.
0: It, it does. It, it really does. On on a story that and the one that really goaded me was with The way in I know we're talking about Rampage right now, but that's just the way it is. Um, right. They smashed like three storylines together and they're like, "Ah, right, we're just going to jump to the ring right now with Wardlow. I'm like, he is one of the biggest, in my eyes, one of the biggest, longest running storylines right now, because everything is going to come to a head next week with him and MJF. I would think, yeah. or at least start the huge culmination of, because let's throw it out there. We're going to do predictions next week, but Everybody knows our prediction on the the face of the Revolution matchup. Wardlow's going to win it. And then MJF's going to come out and say, hey, I want that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything's coming to head. But to your point, it it almost killed – it didn't kill Wardlow's full momentum. But it kind of takes a little bit of a the shine off of it, doesn't it? Yeah. For you, because it, it takes that luster off of it because – but well, we're saying Wardlow's an afterthought. Or we're just saying that, well, even the face of the Revolution match, it's kind of an afterthought because we're taking away from that. I I don't know. I think they could have moved the contract signing to Dynamite next week, and that would have at least added some time back to uh, Wardlow's entrance and given some more time in matches and whatnot. I get why they did it, but, I mean, it could have been done on Dynamite next week in front of the live audience to kind of make it a little bit to alleviate that time. But you're right. There's what five or six things that they had to get done yesterday or on Friday night. That was just, it felt like a smash together show. Yeah. Where when rampage started a few months ago, it was three matches, couple promos. We're good to go. Now it's five. It's almost like four or five matches. You're still trying to get promos. in. it's kind of, cutting back on people from standing up and actually signing through.
0: Well, I'm alright if you want to extend Rampage another hour on Fridays. Oh, I'm alright with, with that. There's too. nothing else. Especially, it's a two hours after SmackDown. Everybody knows how the TV schedule works, Mark. We understand mm-hmm. that. But, you know, it's it's not competing against anything. Maybe NBA right. basketball or <clears throat> on the West Coast or whatever, but for a wrestling fan, it's You're either at the bar Friday night, or you're going to end up watching a Rampage and go to bed and not go to the bar. And I'm all right with that, because I'm a grown-ass adult now that I don't have to go to the bar every Friday night.
1: Yeah, you can get drunk at your house. (laughs) Cheaper, (laughs) as well. Cheaper, shorter commute, cheaper, fall asleep in your chair and you're good.
0: And there's no lines for the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. uh, Let's
0: dive back to uh, Dynamite, and it starts with the tag team battle Royal and Jenks were one. We're one for one already. Cause we, we, we both said at least red dragon is going to win one of them.
1: Yeah. And they did. They did. And it was no surprise. I was kind of hoping they full a sword with Johnny hungry, but it wasn't going to happen in that way. But he looked great again. He did look great. He keeps standing out more and more. I Don't be surprised if he gets a shot at the TNT title here. I, I can't remember if he has or not, but he's going to get another shot at it, at least. But
0: I, I know he does a lot for the Dark Order. He kind of, there's no leader anymore. I, I don't care no. what anybody, there's no leader anymore. But he, to me, is the gel uh, of the Dark Order.
1: Yep. Exactly. Well, he's a standout member. Yeah, you have ten coming through bulldozing people, but you're right. When you think Dark Order, you don't think Evil Uno, you don't think Reynolds, or uh, exactly. I ran out of names. You and think Johnny Hungry, right? You think Johnny Hungry, and that's who you, because he's hilarious and he's a standout character and he can work in the ring.
0: Yeah. So and Cole Cabana has been in Australia for like three months now. I don't know yeah. if he's doing a movie down there or um, trying to set up uh, another like AEW training ground or something like that, because I've heard both. Uh, and he would be he would be somebody good to if he's doing a movie. That's kind of on his own, but right. to set up like an AEW training ground in, in Australia, he would be the one because he. he He's not needed on TV. He's got, he's got that presence of being that huge indie star who has made it to AEW now. You're not pulling anybody important from a storyline. So yeah. I, I think it would be great if that's what he is actually doing
1: down there. Yeah, uh, That would be awesome if they're doing that. And smart on their part. The, get the oh, training ground established and get that pipeline. Almost like college, you're getting that pipeline set up to get that talent into AEW.
0: Yeah, because there's untapped people in, in Australia. We, we've seen it from, you know, the Inspiration. Uh, we had Nikki Nitro on that's coming to, you know, wrestle here in the States here in a couple months. She'll come back on to talk. Uh, she's going to be working with Al Snow and Dave Hero and, and us and Chad Miller. She'll be in Dubois. Just a, another cheap plug for you, Chad. But, yeah, like, there there is people down there, and... But, that's a perfect thing. Like o-, o-, o V W does it all over the world. So A E W may be jumping on. Well, N X T also has U K brand. Come on, like right. It's a smart. It's a smart idea. Exactly. Uh, did you like the way that this ended? As we-, we clearly are going to get the breakup soon. Oh, it's
1: happening. It's going to happen at Revolution.
0: Yeah. And then, like I- the following week, we're getting a six man match between them.
1: Yeah, I I think yes, agreed. I also think this is where you're going to see Omega's going to show up not soon, but probably April time frame leading up until Double or Nothing in May. So, I the breakup's coming. It's imminent. I think Red Dragon and the Young Bucks somehow get involved in the title match. We'll, I won't get into my predictions for that later on, but I think that's where the catalyst really occurs at Revolution. I do, too. Um, yeah. But it, it's coming, and it it's going to happen at some point. We know it's sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. And, and just a side note uh, for programming next week, again, it, it's going to be AEW-heavy uh, prediction show because it's just a couple hours before Revolution. Right. So we'll probably... Spend most of our time on that and then just touch on WWE uh, in the third segment of what really uh, talking about Vince setting up with Pat McAfee, probably is what we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And yeah, we'll get into that in the third segment a little bit here too. that preview, but yeah, it's going to be heavy next week and I already got those. I'm already listing out my predictions, but I think they're pretty straightforward. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah then that's where I think you're gonna be wrong this time. I, I right, don't think right. they're gonna be straightforward. I think this is time to change. It's time okay. to change. But we'll see. Alright.
1: We'll see.
0: Uh MJFs from uh, did he did he hit you in the fields or is he a hell of an actor?
1: <laughs> it hit me in the fields, but he's also a hell of an actor. I still think there's more to this. Oh yeah. I don't think this was as genuine as it looked. Um, I don't know when the revelation comes that it's not as genuine. You know, oh, it have to
0: be this week. It have to be this week. So, so Punk's even more pissed off.
1: Would it though, or would you play the mind game into Revolution for the Dog Collar match, kind of almost lulling Punk into a little more of a hesitation state, I, and then you reveal it after if MJF wins that match. Saying, I played you hook, line, and sinker. You didn't bring your ruthless side. Because you saw Punk at the end of that promo. Yeah. Is this real? And he said, Yeah. He and then he had, he had a tear. He had a tear. He had a tear. It was fantastic acting. And when I'm saying, when the revelation comes that this was perfection acting, MJF is on the main event stage and he's already done. He is the world champ, the next world champion in my eyes. It's already done. sealed, and delivered. He's a main event player. The pillar is established. Cement's in the ground. It was already being built. We already established that it's the biggest pillar in the world. Once this revelation comes, he's never breaking that legendary status.
0: Wow. After that. Legendary I'm, already.
1: I'm calling it.
0: That I, promo and being devil's advocate for the love of God I agree I,
1: no i I get why you're being devil's advocate because there's gonna be some people that won't believe that, but this promo Wednesday, if this proves to be a act in a Trojan horse of sorts it, it's one of the best thing promos I've seen, oh yeah, in my lifetime
0: i agree i I agree. Uh, we do get a a shocker and then after the next match, essentially, then, as we get the House of Black taking on Pac and Penta. What do you switch his last name to? Death Killer or uh,
1: something? Uh yeah. Or Scora. There we Cora. go. I'm glad O-S-S-U-R-O. you're saying C-U-R-O. it. U U R O. Yeah, I'm butchering it. So the <laughs> hate's coming. Uh, also, well, before we get to the big thing that came after that match, I thought Penta was going to turn. I did too. I did too. Why would he turn? Why would he turn into the, I get why he turned into that to kind of counteract the ass of black. I thought it was the turning points one.
0: I thought he was going to be the third member. I thought, all right, they're going to, this isn't going to be long. This, this is going to be, uh, Pac's going to get his ass kicked and he's going to make the tag. And then as he's still in the ring, I thought Penna was just gonna lay him out yep. and walk away with the House of Black. But we didn't get that. No, we did not. We got Buddy Matthew Murphy. Buddy Murphy Matthew. his name's Buddy Matthews now.
1: The BMM.
0: Yeah. And they they set it up at first that he was going to be with Penna and Pac. And then mm-hmm. you you quickly saw. When you're with somebody, I think you just balls will all come out and you should start swinging, but he didn't. Yeah. But how long is he going to be with Alistair or Malachi? Damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, see?
0: Yeah, there go. how long is he going to be with Malachi? Because it seems like he's not a good servant as of right now. Like, he had to get told a couple times to do what he had to do.
1: Yeah, you could see the hesitation there. And is it an untrusting of Malachi because of past history? Who knows? Uh, I feel like this is going to be a six-month endeavor, and maybe he turns on the House of Black at the end of the year, and we get Malachi and Buddy outside of WWE with i In a match. Yes. I would love that because that would be – well, their match isn't – I think they would be awesome at this level. Yeah, cuts are off, and they're allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah, buddy's
0: been popping up on indie shows all over, and I've actually been watching some on you know IWC TV, not IWC TV. Jesus, <laughs> Mark. On title match when he's popping up there, or um, independent wrestling TV, he, he's been popping up on some of those, and I saw him at WrestleCade as well. He he's still. Uh, He's not been not doing anything, if that makes sense. You know, he's been doing stuff. So he's got no ring rust since he's been released from the WWE. So he's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Brit and Rosa promo, which then essentially turned into the contract signing on Friday. The promo here on Dynamite was straightforward. Yeah, I don't even know why I wrote it down.
1: It was, it was your run-of-the-mill, let's build up suspense for the Friday contract signing type deal. And there's nothing wrong with it. No. They did, they did a great job selling it, You know, building it up. Honestly, they could probably just go into the match without promos, and I'd be sold on the match. But that's a different story. You build it up naturally, and it turned out good.
0: Yeah. Jericho and Eddie was money for me. I oh, yeah. love this. Uh, if MJF didn't do his promo... Mm-hmm. This would have been a hotter topic this week. It, yep. w- it would have been. And that's kind of, maybe they're putting too much. And I'm not sliding a- sh- 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 I'm sniding AEW for this because they're keeping the whole show hot. But maybe break these up because this might have been like, oh, it's Jericho and Eddie. If you didn't listen to this, this cut deep. This was like, this was personal.
1: Yeah, this was very personal very quickly. This would have been better, I'm saying, on Rampage than the contract signing to split it up. Yes. To your point, because then it would make Rampage a must-watch type deal. Um But yeah, this was personal, and they were not holding back any punches whatsoever. No. And that's what you come to expect from Kingston promos, you
0: know? Yeah, this this has been a long story for, for these two, and this was a great kind of culmination before the match build-up type of deal. I always wanted to see the match because I'm a huge Eddie Kingston fan all of a sudden yeah. recently within the last couple, six months or so. But this just makes it a must-see mid-card match. Um, exactly on the revolution. Am I gonna need to go to the bathroom at some point? Yeah, but it's not gonna be during this match because I don't think this is gonna be anything but a fight. There's not gonna be Eddie. Eddie's just gonna be a giant jackass and fight mm-hmm. Jericho, and I think he needs to. It's
1: a brawl, yes. Great up brawl. And I love, I love how Eddie kinks and stuff. Even though this one's been building for a lot longer. I look back at the Punk promo with him and Punk going into full gear. They both really sold the match in two weeks. Jericho and Kingston, now that they're finally coming to blows, are really selling this match even further for two weeks. And in the next two weeks, it's been building for months. Yes, we know with Santana and Ortiz and that, but it's really just taken a shine over the past couple weeks. And now we finally get the promo to just hype it to that excellent mid-card match. It's must-watch. You can't leave your seat. Focus on it. It'll be a Bowling cue ugly brawl in a good way, but it's going to be a great match. Number
0: Nice reference. Uh, Thank you. Next, we get Starks against 10. Yeah, it was a ladder match qualifier, and as much as I would have loved to see 10 in it, uh, I, I, I don't think he would have fit in this because... We got bigs already in it. We need some littles. Yeah. We need some people that are going to take some ass beatings. And I think Starks might be that guy uh, as we skip forward even into Rampage. There was another little guy that got in. But I think Starks is going to be the guy that takes a lot of punishment in this in this
1: match. Starks is selling this match. It's him, the other little guy in Rampage. They're going to be the sellers for this match, but you're right. I was kind of surprised they had that much beef in this match going into it. I thought they'd have more little guys at least signed up for it, but... This ladder match is going to be more brutal than it high-flying says yeah.
0: yeah, I think the the ladders are going to be more of weapons than uh, having people like Scorpio Sky last year jumping off of them and doing all that. So Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Red Dragons and a Buck... In the Bucks kind of have a little qualm backstage. Um, again, it's just build up. It's build up to the triple threat match that we're going to have. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing Nothing to talk about, really. Uh, Jade and the Bunny for the TBS title. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I-, I love the Bunny. Like, she's she's a good worker. We know Jade's going to continue until she faces Brit essentially, or the, I say Brit now, or the uh women's champion at the time. I never thought the Bunny was going to win this. Like, Jade has gone through the lineup now a couple times. I, I don't want it to keep being resurfaced, but we're going to get another resurface again because Ty
1: comes out and wants it. Yeah. Uh. Well, it, it it's setting up the dominoes for Jade to run through she's
0: ran through and him she's 900 know, and
1: oh I know I know i'm not I'm not arguing you with arguing with you about that she's run through him obviously they they have to it's a holding pattern until she's in the woman's title picture which now I'm thinking is double or nothing it it's gotta
0: be right I, I know we're gonna her. long long forecast things but it's gotta be because how much longer can we keep Jade down,
1: essentially. Yeah. Well, this is... I, in my opinion, this is the danger of these undefeated streets. Yes. At some point, you fall into that trap of you've built them up too big. And now they're in a holding pattern and they're losing momentum. If you don't make the jump as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. I, I so. mean, somebody that would be a good competition for would be Mercedes Martinez, but she's Mm -hmm. engulfed into this whole Brit and Thunder Rosa thing. So you can't pull her and I'm saying pulling her down because the TBS title is the second level title. And I don't mean anything about anybody's talent, but you can't pull her down to a mid card story when she's the heavy, uh, going forward for Thunder Rosa.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. It, they built they've done a wonderful job building some storylines with this and i like what they were doing with jade but to your point when you put the second tier title on it you kind of lose spectrum there's six people or six women right now that cannot be brought into this feud yeah at least for the next month month and a half in my opinion yeah for sure i I agree
0: I, i completely agree so we'll see where that goes. Uh, and then the main event of Dynamite was Danielson against Garcia, which, a yeah, good match. A nice match. Yeah. I-, I loved everything about it. Again, kind of same lines as Moriarty's last week. It's going to get lost in the shuffle because the story of what Danielson is doing is the focus, not the match.
1: Yeah, exactly. And... I love this match, but to your point, everything gets lost in the shuffle. And we're going to see this consistently, but let me ask you this. We know everything's going to get lost in the shuffle. These matches are getting lost in the shuffle. But if Moxley and Danielson do decide to become a tag team, do you see them pulling this younger talent up and breaking away from 2.0? Breaking away from Matt Seidel. do you see those guys being transitioned under them as proteges, a part of AEW? Because I don't know if they are now.
0: I I thought if they were going to start it, our dreamly, our dream team is Mox, Danielson, and Punk. At least it's mine, right? But if you if it's just Mox and Danielson, which is going to happen, and they're going to run amok for a while. I think one more. I, I think it just needs to be one more. And Garcia's linked to 2.0 too much. So if they're going to grab one, it's going to be Lee. In, in my heart of hearts, I think it's going to be Lee. But I think you're right. I don't, I, I just see them running amok as a tag team and not really doing anything with the younger kids. They're teaching them a lesson now, but it's kind of going to be part of the storyline that's dropped
1: yeah so i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because uh i think they do run amok as a team for a time period i could see a third member joining but they're not a part of the roster now oh and it was recent developments this past week uh, what am I missing? Did you not see Claudio's contract oh, WWE? yes, 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 yes Yeah So if Claudio Cesaro, for those that aren't Or don't know his name outside of WWE If Claudio Comes over AEW gets him, and I'm not saying they're going to inject him In a big storyline Would that be the third man? Would that, that excite you to be the third yes. man of that group? Yes yeah.
0: Yes, it would. Yes, even though I did. I I think I might have notes in the old WWE part of my phone. Right. But um, I read at one point you need to, somebody put this on there, if you really want to piss, piss off Vince, bring Claudio over, have him destroy Hangman Page, put the title on him, and let him run for a while and see what the fans think of Cesaro then because you've lost <laughs> yeah. a lot of money, Vince. And essentially that was the tweet.
1: I mean, that's a good that's a solid point. Will they pull that trigger? Probably not. No,
0: no, no. Not that fast.
1: But they I think he, he will be. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see it. I mean that well, first of all, I think they really missed out on that, but that's a whole other story for we can talk about that during the WWE time. But if you want to talk purebred professional wrestler that Danielson's kind of been hyping up in this group, you throw Moxley, you throw him. Claudio's available now. My God in heaven. You want to teach some young kids a lesson? Claudio's going to teach him that lesson big time. The stretchers. The stretchers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to be good. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. After that.
0: In his contract, we're just going to talk about it now probably a little bit too. His contract just ended. Yeah. were they not paying attention to it? Did they try to offer him something? Was it just something that leaked or was WWE just down on him that much that they just didn't remember? And your um, beard is all over your microphone.
1: I I apologize. <laughs> I'm shaking today. Um But let well let's go off of that. One year ago, WrestleMania, Seth Rollins. Okay. Then he gets a universal title shot completely out of the picture. Just disappears. Yeah. Right? So I don't know how you get that down on a guy. I also think they may have offered him a contract to kind of keep him from going. But when you have friends such as Tyler Breeze that's out, been released, Adam Cole, who you hang out with regularly, game with, could be just a gamer friend. But Adam Cole's in your ear, at least once a couple times a week. Grass is greener on the other side. Hey, bud, just let your contract lapse and come over here. You know,
0: because there's not a no compete. He can he can show
1: up. He could have showed up. Revolution.
0: Yeah. Essentially, he could show up this Wednesday. In in all honesty, yeah. 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 Uh, I instantly thought yes. I, I did. Yeah. Uh, Rampage starts off with Andrade against Sammy for the TNT title, and we said this off air. Why? Why wasn't this a pay per view match? This, they gave this away, and it it was awesome.
1: It was a fantastic. I, I I understand. Maybe they have another. I maybe they're putting Darby and Sammy on the pay per view. I don't know, but God, man, this was. No, I don't know if it's isn't they
0: isn't it the six man match? Didn't they say that at the end that it's going to be?
1: I thought that was on Dynamite next week. Oh, okay. That's why I said maybe Sammy and him at the pay per view, but maybe I'm mistaken. I thought it was at the next week's Dynamite. We'll have to look that up to verify. But what is going on? I, I guess let me back. My mind's all over the place with this, but let me just go here. Why do we not want Andrade? On pay-per-views or why are we not seeing andrade wrestle more right what's going on like i i don't understand that aspect of it when you have that talented of an individual um just i don't want to say they're holding him back because obviously when they give him a match or a great match he runs with it uh but man sam andrade at a pay-per-view oh well for the Vufar show stealer. Let's
0: let's stick with that whole overall thought for a minute of Andrade not getting a lot of TV time. Um does AEW have too many people? Can we can we say this and actually mean it right now? Because we want Claudio to come in, we want Bray to come in, we want all you yeah. know. But where the hell is Miro been? Who right. was a wrecking ball for a while? Like, and Andrade was kind of getting the same type of work right now. He's not on TV. Oh, he's on TV. Oh, my God, look at this match. We forgot what Andrade can do. Now where is he going to go? He lost a TNT title match. Yeah. Essentially, he's going to start over again. And how is he going to ever get built up for the the big title, the world title, if he's ever going to get
1: the smell that? Well, at this rate, I don't think he's ever going to sell that. Right. It, it, it just seemed, I, I think you have a valid point there. It, it seems like maybe they have too many people and too much talent there to make that a thing. To make... Put Anjade on TV. I get it. He's tied down with the Hardy family thing. and Get I'm him assuming, the fuck out of that, first off. Well, first, I, I'm assuming he's just taking that over at some point. But... Why can't we get him wrestling more? I don't want him in this managerial. I see him wrestle every once one or two months. That's not I, that's not how I, I get that's a want from me, but I think it's a want from the fans. We want Andrade. We know what he can do. We've seen him in the ring. The man is a very talented performer. What is holding them back or holding him back from being put into that spotlight? Who's holding him back? It, it, is a creative maybe better and con, question?
0: Creative and con then.
1: That maybe
0: that's well that's where he gets his matches from,
1: yeah, I'm, that's fair, I don't know,
0: uh Qt comes out and is rambling and hook comes out and beats up everybody that's a student and I as much as hook is the sexiest man alive right now and hot shit on the internet and and all that, can we just get him to do something and, and have a Legit match, uh, have it be against Starks or Hobbs or somebody. I, I think he's built up enough that he can carry a, a longer match now. Um, that's just me. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I want to see him do more than just toss people and give the, what is the Ben... What was the movie where they were a movie? Uh, they were movie stars in it. Um, Blue Steel was that the the look that you got? Not yeah. ben, from Ben Affleck. Not Ben Affleck. The other one. Uh,
1: not Matt Damon. Not Have Matt. No, Matt Damon? no, no, no.
0: His, his he's goofy all the time. He's in Meet the Fockers. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller. He was in the the movie about being in uh, a runway model.
1: Oh, Zoolander.
0: Zoolander, thank you. And his it was blue ice or blue steel what was his look called?
1: Oh god, I can't even remember, but yeah, I know what you're talking but, about. But yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's all Hook's doing. He's coming out doing one or two things, then he gives the, the camera the blue ice steel look, and then uh, It's done. He's done.
1: I want more oh. I think they do the more after revolution and I say revolution because I feel like they're going to throw QT and hook on revolution for a bathroom break match. Good. But it's hot. It's hook's first pay-per-view. I just, it just has that feeling because obviously the end goal is for him to face QT. And that just seems like the end goal of this whole thing. Um, I feel like it's going to be at revolution. Maybe they push it off make it his first dynamite match. After Revolution, I don't know, but it, that seems to be coming to it where this is going to come to a conclusion, and then Hook can start being built up against probably more talented uh, individuals. Maybe we get a Lee Moriarty Hook match at some point of that nature. So also
0: we need something sorry. for the buy-in. So have it be Hook and QT for the buy-in. I'm all right with that. Uh, that's smart. Yeah, something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about the buy-in, but that's a good call. Hook's first exposure to a pay-per-view type environment. QT, I mean, QT is doing a lot of work with them behind the scenes, with talent behind the scenes. I think that's a good veteran to have him throw around and just suplex the shit out of and then choke out with red rum. Yeah. uh, Also, some of those bumps that those guys took during this.
0: That was on a stage. There was, a, there and was I understand, in half. there was no give whatsoever. The one guy's no, arm looked like it just, if you've never seen Dave Drebecki throw a pitch <laughs> and his arm yeah. just completely blow up during that pitch, look on YouTube for that clip. Uh, he was a San Francisco Giants pitcher, by the way. His arm yeah. just snapped in half. That's what that one kid's whole fucking arm and shoulder looked like, the, bounced off of the uh, ramp then looked like like he, he legit yeah. looked like he got hurt.
1: Yeah, and then the one kid he threw that kind of bent like in the back. His back hit right at the corner of the stage. Yes. I don't that one looked like it just he's not going to be walking right for the rest of his life cuz the way he hit that. Oh my god. It it kind of reminded me of when Michaels took that bump off the coffin
0: yes oh my god I didn't a even little think bit. Of that. yeah
1: yeah that that's what it reminded me of and i'm like that guy's back is screwed yeah you're done <laughs> tap out you're done good, good good career kid uh thanks for coming but oh my god uh
0: your boy huskus lambert uh page and sky they want the tnt title shot that he was supposed to get last year and did he not get a title shot at one point Yeah, he did. Yeah. He
1: he just wants it again, apparently. I don't know.
0: Okay. Good for him. And this is where I start to get pissed, because all of this happened in the first segment, and we're like, here comes Wardlow and Camerado. What? My mind just could not, because after these things, I'm programmed to pauses or people coming out to the ring, and then legit there was action. It was like... Monday night's main event back in the 80s when Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan hosted in the studio and you just went to matches from wherever. And we're in the middle of the match. That's the way that show was programmed. I understood that as a kid, that that you're going to not see people enter and this and that. You just got the matches. This blew my mind that we went back to this because of everything I said earlier about Wardlow and the hype of him and this, that, and the other. Now, don't get me wrong. After my mind settled back down, this was a great big man match. I, I Everybody knows I love Wardlow. I've seen his first match to now. Um, Camarado, I, I was a little bit down on, he can move. He's a big yeah. man that I'd like to see get a little comeuppance, too.
1: Yeah, it, it's amazing. When he's got to play the big man, it doesn't seem like he's that... but when he's against another big man he really shines i've noticed that with camarado yeah and this is this was a perfect example of it it was good he can move it's fantastic he was doing Wardlow the favor on this obviously but this was a surprising match this was really surprising to me how good this match even what as quickly as it was yeah, you know what I mean? Because then we, we get have.
0: to the we get to the the storyline of the match. Then essentially, where he's going for a fourth power bomb, and and it was after the match. No, it was it was Solo that was getting power bombed. I'm sorry because right. he pinned him with yeah. four. Solo was going to d- take a power bomb, and uh, Spears comes in and hits Wardlow and Solo with a chair and says the whole. You're not allowed using the power bomb anymore. Nobody cares about it. And I love the crowd then is It is it wasn't even out of Spears' mouth and they were going apeshit crazy in in uh, AEW.
1: Oh yeah. God they were eating it alive. It was over. We knew it. Yeah. Here it is. Here we go.
0: Uh, next thing we get is Serena Deeb against Kayla Sparks. Uh, Kayla Sparks was actually on uh, TV twice on Friday night. She was the one yep. that the uh, Garza and Humberto, I forget their freaking tag team name all the time.
1: Los Lothar, or 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 something
0: like that. The, uh, lethal, I'm Kind anymore. In, in, in English, it means lethal lovers. I know that. <laughs> You yeah. would you would think the person with the last name of Martinez would know what the hell they're saying, but I don't. Um yeah, so she she ends up being on both. Jenkson, this is where we're gonna pause and bitch, because Serena Deeb just destroys her. Alright, boom. Yeah. We're we're making something about everybody, and I brought this up for a reason. That people are on two shows at one time now. Okay. It's happened a numerous amount of times. When Rick Rude did it, it was hot shit. Like it was yeah. awesome. It wasn't planned. You now know that you can be on two shows. One being mm-hmm. live from Hershey and then one being taped from Wednesday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. It's cool. And this is where I might get some heat from indie stars. Um it's predictable now that you're going to try to do that. It's not as newsworthy as Rick Rude doing it. I think it's done too
1: much now. Yeah. I'm sorry. The whole terminology around it being they pulled a Rick Rude. Rick Rude was a, and this is no disrespect to anybody, so I might take the hate off of you, but Rick Rude was established superstar that did this. A lot of these people, they're still coming up. Not household names. If they were household names, I feel like it would have that recruit effect on it. But if you ask anybody out there about, you know, the city Star that's doing it, well that's good for them. But How does it impact the business? Right. You know what I mean? And again, no disrespect, but at the same time, I'm looking at it like, hey, this is great for Kayla Sports, She's on both shows. It's great, but it's not a recruit. No. Just, to your point, it's predictable, but it's not the Rick Rude level. Like, Rick Rude level, to me, would be if Cesaro was still on SmackDown and then he showed up as Claudio in
0: Am AEW. Page.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. But that couldn't happen. But that would be a Rick Rude level. Yes. So. I, I
0: agree. I Thank you. So, we both yeah. have heat. Um, yep. I like how deep though, as we go back to the match for a quick second, that is... Winning each match differently. The very first one, she won it in less than a minute. She just beat the piss out of whoever she fought. Yeah. Last week, she was more, I guess, power with Katie Arquette. And then this week, she just wanted to rip limb by limb off of Kayla Sparks. So she just she decimated limbs. She left her core alone, but her limbs were just broken in half.
1: Exactly.
0: What are we setting up for, then, with Shida?
1: That's a great question. Is it just establishing how dangerous Eve is? Is is there a match with Sheeta
0: on the horizon?
1: I don't know now. Because this
0: isn't... Well, I thought for the longest time that's what we were going to get.
1: I don't know. It, it's starting to feel like... in it seems like she is going to be out of the picture right now. They're building up Deeb for a shot at a title. TBS. Maybe. Or is it Thunder Rose's first title defense on dynamite?
0: Because they've had history as well. Exactly. With the NWA title.
1: Exactly. All right. Could they be going that route? And which would be perfectly fine with me. Deeb wouldn't have needed to do this. But I think it's reestablishing in the audience's mind. She's a danger and she's a threat. I love it. The, I, I, I love I, I do this. Too. Yeah. I do too. But And that's what these squash, they're essentially squash matches, but that's what they're designed to do. Build up the person you're helping. I mean, building up Wardlow, when it's done right, these things put them in a more powerful, popular position because you want to see them do more and more to people. And it makes them a dangerous threat.
0: Yeah, I agree. Then we get the contract signing from Brit and Rosa, and this was a good signing. It it really was. It wasn't a a lot of chaos off the bat because, you know, you get some signings that before shit even happens, they're fighting and we really never see them sign. I I love the words between both of them. Um, If you don't understand what... Thunder Rosa, I do know that. If you don't understand what uh, Thunder Rosa called Britt, look that up yourself. We won't say that <laughs> on here. Um, but Britt just saying, you just want to be me. You just want to be the doctor. You want to be the DMD, and oh, she's a bitch, and she plays it so well. I, I yeah. again, hometown, you know, knowing her and everything. Yeah, but Britt is is just doing it.
1: Britt's the face of the division. The pillar. The pillar of the division, yeah. And she's a fantastic at what she does. Britt Baker, there's no denying the talent, the promo skills, everything is there. And she plays it to perfection. And let's be honest, she's maybe at the beginning of her prime. Yeah. Maybe not even in her prime yet. So give her another two years, my God in heaven. It's going to be even more over the top, and you're talking about pillar cementing late legendary status. It's going to be Britt Baker here in a very short time period. Yeah, but if she. Go ahead.
0: It, I think, and once Britt loses this again at Revolution, mm-hmm. but I think because we're all predicting that, I I think she stays away from a title hunt for a while because she can yeah. use Anna Jay and Ty and. If she has a battle with Mercedes for a while, to stay away from that and help build them up, and just have—I I don't think she's ever going to be relished back down to mid-card, so to speak. But she no. she has that, you know, lower main event status with her all the time with this healthy title reign. I don't think anybody's going to keep the title as long as Brit did as well for a while either. Like this is Brit's going to be the longest reigning for a while.
1: Yeah, I think you're right on that. Uh, The other part of it is, and this is what AEW's done so well, is they're putting people in position so that they can have mid-card matches that are just as good as the main event matches. We're seeing it with the men. Now they've started to build up the women's division, and we can expect that. So Sheeta and Deeb was the first extension of we have mid-card women's matches that aren't centered around a title, that have a great storyline, and they're progressing forward. Britt's going to be the same way, to your point, whether it's with Mercedes based off of this. Hater in Brit is going to be another match we're going to see here because it right. might not be until after the Mercedes match, but that's going to be one we're going to see. You're right. Britt's not going to be in the title picture. She doesn't have to be. No, She can sit back. She can have matches and have great matches, and people are still going to remember that, and it's not going to take her down a level or status level in AEW at all.
0: And I'm not saying she'll never have it again in her career. I'm not right. not saying that she she'll wrap back around to it as well. But
1: it yeah. just no, no might
0: be a year or year and a half, essentially. Exactly. I think. Yeah.
1: Well, I think she. I'll say this. I think she avoids the t- inevitable title reign of Jade, and she's not involved in that whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I. I'd agree. I'd agree. So. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Bowens for another spot in the ladder match, and this is where, this is me. I think the acclaimed, when they get the mic, they're just out to sell themselves. Like, there's times that, uh, do they need to spew some of the stuff that, that they need to spew? Like, the whole, you don't have any black friends, like that. Uh, I think they're in it for themselves once in a while. I don't know if that's a written thing. And if it's me being that much of a Mark not understanding it, it at this point in time, with the shit going on in this world, does some of this need to be said? Uh, I just feel like
1: Tony is a little bit too loose with them. Uh, This is definitely, I think they are definitely writing their own stuff again. I I just can't, with what they said, I, I, I can't see that being a scripted promo or having input from the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just this, this is something and you're right, they're probably in it for themselves. How do you make and they're going about it the controversial route because that's sometimes that's the easiest way to make a name for yourself is let's just be controversial. MJF does it in a way that makes sense, is part of the storyline and helps build up other people. Some but with Ah, uh, the acclaimed—they're just—they're just out there making controversy just so that they can get pops on the internet. It's, Not a bad thing, but it's gaining them pop- popularity, and they're just taking the co- the controversial card to another level, if you will.
0: Yeah, and then I—I I never saw beat, beaten. Just <laughs> wrapping it up real quick. I never saw beat in Orange Cassidy. I, I didn't care who yeah. was out there with them. I. I figured Orange wasn't on the pay-per-view. He had really nothing going forward. This is a perfect match to throw him in. Um, but let me throw this in, and we can put a pin in it and answer it next week. Danhausen's going to be around. Yep. We're all predicting Wardlow to win this. Max is now in the building as well, too.
1: He, he's tap dancing over there. He's he getting ready for
0: this. He is getting ready for this. Um, could Dan House put a, a curse on everybody? And Orange Cassidy wins the face of the revolution.
1: There's my teaser. Maybe. You know that's not a bad teaser. He's definitely going to be involved in the match. He's definitely going to put a curse on somebody. What if he does it with the team Taz?
0: Well, that would make the sense because that's the storyline he's essentially in. Right. Although, oh
1: man, Mars. These are all things we can think about. Nobody would hate either one. Nobody would hate it. Nobody would hate that when Cassidy wins that match. Right? (laughs) We'll put a pin in it until next week, but that's that's an interesting point I didn't even consider. But then that... that, We're we're
0: building up for Wardlow in our head, and it's being essentially built up, which we think on paper for AEW. If nobody... Besides War- if anybody besides Wardlow wins this match, what the F does Wardlow do then? I mean, I know there's other ways that he can get back to MMGF, but this was a this was a line written months ago before he even qualified. Yeah. So you have to reverse back to that. It was written for a reason. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think yeah, it changes I- my mind, but it's it doesn't
1: change my speculation. mind. Interesting thought. Yeah. It, it's going to happen at some point in the match. Dan Housen showed up. Oh, yeah. But it's something to consider. But I, I, to your point, it doesn't change my mind of who's going to win.
0: No, but. not yet. Uh, yeah, that's a anything else, AEW, that you saw that you want to bring up since we kind of did a deeper dive this week?
1: Uh, I would love to see... Eddie Kingston and Claudio because that tweet from Eddie on Thursday was pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, but that kind of... I'll just say that. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I would think the writing's on the wall that AEW is the spot for Claudio. Uh, yeah. And I know we always say friends there, and I'm sure he's got friends and impact and everything, but oh, his, yeah, his sure. style fits AEW right now um Mm -hmm. yeah so it could happen it could happen i i hope it's at revolution i was hoping we were going to get one one pay-per-view where we didn't get anybody essentially but i think it's it's fresh and a huge uh, no pun impact can happen if he comes out on revolution for the wrestling world because he's He's still talked about. It's not like he went, He has to go away for 90 days. So
1: Yeah, he's very talked about. Um, the other thing, real quick, Mark, is I don't know if you saw it. I think it might be announced on uh, Dynamite, or it's going to be announced around there, but Tony Khan's business venture that's coming up. I know. I don't know, he's, that. I don't know what that
0: is, but that'll be interesting to see how that turns out. He's got so much shit going on. Like... How does he have time? And I know he has, so to speak, writers helping him, but he's very engulfed in the AEW, but he must sleep an hour a day, or he's sleeping like um, a yeah. Kramer. When he gets tired, he sleeps <laughs> that half an hour, and then he wakes right back up, or something, yeah. because he is a busy man. Touche, shout out to Tony Khan for whatever you're doing, however you're doing it. If you live mm-hmm. off of Monster or the bumblebee pills or whatever. I don't know, but dude's always got something going on.
1: It's crazy. Exactly. Very crazy. Good luck on whatever it is. I'm going to, I'll be listening excitedly to hear what it is, but it'll be interesting. He's coming on Can Crushers is what it is. Yeah, I mean, what a pull. What a steal. Yeah. All right, When we come back? Same time as Vince on Pat McAfee, too. Maybe. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Mid-teaser, thing. Well, we should have talked about that because that makes a lot more sense. When we come back, it's WWE time uh, here on Can Crushers. This is the B to the C to the S to the T to the W-E-L-E, Benjamin C. Steele, Mr. Steele of your nasty. Ladies, remember, none of you can be first, but a whole bunch of you can be next. You're listening to the Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast, and if you're not, you are the worst part of society. If you are, share it with a friend, Because as good as it is is that you're listening, it's even
1: better if more people listen. So do it. Welcome back to the Cane Crusher podcast. (laughs) Wow, Uh, that's fucking enthralling. I was going to try to, I was trying to think of the NWO, how to do it with the NWO, but I couldn't make it work. It's like, I was going to bring it in with a little freestyle. (laughs) And then I kind of had to transition. For life. For life. For life. Okay, I was gonna bring it all together, but it didn't work. So, can Crushers for life. <laughs> this message is brought to you by can Crusher Podcast.
0: That actually sounded really good. Maybe we have to. <laughs> I might have to clip that out.
1: Okay, and, and use
0: that, or make you do it again when your <laughs> your cockles were warm the other last week when uh, the forty year dash recorded at night. Would uh, how guess, did you get your cockles I, that warm at night?
1: You know, full belly of lasagna. Uh, Uh some coffee actually had, I had a beverage at that point in time too. So maybe I had to start drinking in the morning here.
0: I don't Uh, know. The drinking in the morning is (laughs) fabulous. Let me just say, not that I'm doing it today, but it's
1: fabulous.
0: (laughs) All right. WWE and Jenks, uh, we've been tiptoeing around and I guess we really have to start with this, that Vince McMahon is going on the Pat McAfee show Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. there's been rumors already that Vince is going to be in a match at WrestleMania. It would make sense that it's against Pat. If he's going on the show to set something up, but let me ask you this. Are we going to get a 70 plus year old man in a normal match at WrestleMania? Or do we see other things coming out of this? And then we'll talk about yeah. Ron Smackdown.
1: Yeah, there has to be other things coming out of this. I can't, Vince McMahon can barely move it. Move to the ring now, and that, that's nothing against him. He's well in shape and all. He's probably better shape than I am. Uh, but you know, you're seventy what six years old. Sure. Don't don't be in a. You can't be in a match. But I. So I think there's shenanigans about. And I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. So street the, fight. The, the street fight. Austin Theory's involved in this somehow. There's no way Vince is just going out there gung ho against. Pat McAfee or, you know. or in a couple
0: of weeks when the contract signing comes, Vince blows both quads again. And then he implants theory right against McAfee off the bat.
1: Yeah, that could be, or even so, he maybe challenges them to a match, but says, I'm going to pick a guy to face you at WrestleMania. Or I'm picking theory to face you at WrestleMania. Almost not battle of the billionaires esque, but in a sense of, let me pick somebody to face you at WrestleMania. And then, of course, Vince is going to have his shenanigans up in line.
0: Okay, so that's exactly where I wanted you to go and we didn't talk about this. So maybe it's I pick a wrestler, you pick a wrestler, and McAfee picks Cody Rhodes.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, my my only thought on that though is that Matt, wrestled before, he's done. Yeah. quite, he quite Vince, well. Vince has too. Yeah, Vince has two, but Vince not seventy six well. year old. Right. Yeah. Pat did quite well. Again, Adam Cole was involved, but but do we need another? Because we
0: already have two non wrestlers wrestling on. WrestleMania. Logan Paul is gonna wrestle, and Johnny Knoxville is gonna wrestle. Yeah,
1: maybe we do. Maybe that is the match. And oh man, you got a good point. But and what? What does that? But do they announce it beforehand? uh, Or does Pat say it's me until WrestleMania night, and they pull? uh, It's Cody Rhodes. Like, kind of like what they did with, even though the scenarios aren't similar, but what they did with the Hardys back at WrestleMania, I think it was 33, when they came back. They didn't announce that there was a fourth team in the ladder match, and then the Hardys came out. Do they do it in that aspect of, we're keeping it hush-hush, or Pat's going to sell it as, it's me, it's me, it's me. Oh, no, I've hurt my knee. Here's who's replacing me.
0: Or, let me spin it this way, do we get a mixed tag match? Where Vince, this gets set up Thursday, we have some time, probably four weeks by then, to build this mixed tag. Austin kind of does some shenanigans, and that ends up being Vince's boy. And they say, let's make this a mixed tag match. You can pick anybody you want, we don't care. Which leads it to be a surprise at Wrestlemania. And that's when Cody comes out. But I do have something, once I hear what you have to say about that, uh, I do have something to say about Cody Rhodes that I saw just this morning as I was on my own
1: throne. Okay. (laughs) Great way of putting that. Um, So are you saying, let me clarify here, you're saying mixed tag with Brandy and Cody, right? No, 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 no.
0: I'm saying Austin and Vince against McAfee
1: and Cody. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to question that. So, I mean, that could be, but do you still, well, I don't know if you put Vince in that predicament of a tag team match, unless the end goal is for, well, he could just stand out there and tag himself in, I guess. Right. But I feel like he'd have to take a bump at some point in that match. He could take a bump.
0: He he could take one bump and then roll his ass out of the ring or whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I think he's taking the pinfall. If he's going to be in the match, I think he takes... If he's not winning the match and he's in the match, he's taking the finisher and taking the bump and taking the pencil.
0: Okay. Alright. I saw Cody open a briefcase and he pulled out his Stardust stuff.
1: Oh, I saw that too.
0: Please, no. That's not going to happen, is it?
1: No, because I think if I'm right, that clip came back from BTE back way back when, like 2017. Oh, okay. I think that was an old clip because I saw that the, I think I saw it Friday, to be honest. But then I was reading from the comments and they're like, this is from BTE 2017, that type of thing. So I think it, it was an old video that just had resurfaced and people were just bringing it to like, the left, that type of thing. Okay. So, right. hopeful, I hope to God he's not coming back. Money will buy anything if he goes back and becomes sorry
0: about that. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm worried about. If yeah. he's getting that big of a payout. Uh, we do hear AJ Styles has re-signed for millions and trillions of dollars for multi-year. So, AJ... And he actually even posted then, why would I want to go anyplace else? I'm actually happy here. So, yeah. good for AJ. Very
1: good for AJ. And the- I I so I was kind of surprised by the resigning, not because he didn't like go somewhere else, but I thought I read a few years ago that he said that was going to be his last contract. I did too, and but you know if you're happy where you are, and maybe he's just like, hey, this works for me. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm good to be on the road still. So maybe he's just doing that, just making some more money. Yeah. More power to him.
0: More exactly, more power to him. Keep running, kid. Keep running. Uh, all right, Raw. Raw starts with uh, Brock. Uh, anytime Brock's on TV, and you said this last week, it's much wa- it, It's must watch. It, it has yeah. just been fabulous of him cutting his own promos now. It, mm-hmm.
1: it, it's awesome. It is very awesome. Very good. And we finally got the interaction with Heyman, which yes. I think a lot of people were clamoring for. So, and he called Heyman a dick. So, I mean, I, <laughs> he did. I love it. He I
0: love did. It. Let's do it. <laughs> and he was ready to go to Hershey Friday night. I, he was. Has Brock ever been to Hershey, Pennsylvania prior to Friday? I, I cannot
1: believe he has. I can't either. Not that he gets Hershey. Not that he gets no, that. Nothing against him. Love the Hershey. It's, yeah. It's, it's definitely a Brock Lesnar decision at that point. Right. He's going to be in Saskatchewan in Saskatoon <laughs> just hanging out.
0: Do you see, by the way, he has a. Uh, his own spices now. Damn it. It doesn't, I can't remember what his meat spices are. uh, Meat? I I did not see he had his own meat rub.
1: Oh yeah. He's on TikTok too for it.
0: The bearded meat rubs or something. I don't know what it is.
1: Well, I did see him do that. Yeah. He showed up at a, I think that's a butcher shop somewhere and he was there. There was a couple months ago. He did that. There's a full video on YouTube, I think by this company. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah, he no. showed up at the butcher shop, flapping meat and just cutting it up.
0: Brock, Brock fucking <laughs> Lesnar taking over the world yet again.
1: The Viking Brock Lesnar just doing whatever the fuck he wants.
0: Um, I don't want to say we need to run through this in order, but what, right. would would uh, a essentially RK Bro and KO and Rollins was a story of the night if KO yeah. and Rollins. Get the win. They're embedded in the tag team match weeks down the road, which it, it shocks me that WWE is doing that because normally everything is link, 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 link to the following week. So I was shocked that they said this happens in like a, a, I thought in two weeks now. Yeah. Um. One, why, why, why do you think they're doing this a couple weeks down the road? And two, do we get? Tag champs going into—new tag champs going into WrestleMania as Owens and—what uh what the hell is his name? Seth Rollins. Rollins?
1: Yeah. Wow, you forgot Seth freaking Rollins.
0: I, because normally I don't call him Owens, first of all. I always say KO. Right? So once K-O. I said Owens, I was like, what? Who is this partner? <laughs> and I almost said KO again. But between KO and Rollins, do we get that tag team, and then maybe at Mania is where— uh, because we're getting a match out of them at some point, we ha- we want it first and foremost.
1: Yeah, I, maybe they do give them the run with the titles for. Maybe we don't get that match till some SummerSlam. Let's be on now. R- Riddle, RK Bro is happening at Mania. i feel like that's a given
0: i think that sets up in this two-week match
1: yes exactly i think that everything transpires from there also randy orton shaved the goatee and he looks like that old viper orton like late 2000s and early 2010s orton i thought that was very concerning as well
0: do you follow Um, do you follow randy orton on tiktok by the way
1: not on TikTok. If you, I didn't know he had a TikTok. You
0: should, because his wife okay. was in the front row at one of the live events. He came over, kissed her, and grabbed her boob, and that was the whole TikTok. And she kind of looked at him like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> so well. he's, he's a little bit more open on
1: TikTok, just let so you know. Yeah. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but I, I feel like he's uh, he's changed his persona here. It, by the books, change everything, right? Yes, yes. So I think there's a persona shift there. So I think that's happening. I I just think they're they're settled with KO and Seth being tag champs going into Mania. I don't know how that would play into the proposed KO Austin thing going on. But is uh, it? I, would, I think that's still the KO show. And I think Rollins is there, right? Right. So maybe they this is where you see Austin comes out to defend Texas and you also see the Undertaker show up. One's gotta take out Owens, one's gotta take out Rollins, right? Right. So now I'm not saying Undertaker's saving Austin because that would never happen, but it, it's that kind of thing. God bless Texas type. <laughs> mentality, if you will. But <laughs> God uh, bless,
0: Texas bless Texas with his
1: old hand
0: that was, <laughs> that was Little Texas or Big Texas or God, it was it country song was, in the
1: nineties. It was it had to have been Big Texas. There's no way anything with Texas is not gonna be little. Alright, you know, I don't know Texas. Whatever the hell the but, band yeah, name is I was. can't I can't remember, but I'm just assuming it's gotta be big. Um but yeah, so but does it make sense to put the tag title? Here's, here's where we go back to. If this was AEW, the tag titles would not be put into that interview segment. Right. Right. But if it, but because it's WWE, I think they put the tag titles on and they're just sitting at WrestleMania with the tag titles. Just like, Oh, Hey, we got the tag titles and here's the KO show type thing. Yeah. They're just crashing Texas and Texas at that point.
0: I, I think that makes the most sense. Honestly, it really does.
1: Yeah, so uh, what the hell were we talking about? Yeah, RK Bro's happening, and I think Rollins and Owens is going to happen at SummerSlam, though. Yeah. Because there's got to be a break. There's got to be a break, and there's got to be a shift in this dynamic. There's already jealousy brewing from Seth being in the chamber and KO not being in it. Right. So Owens is going to turn on him at some point.
0: Who does Edge go against at WrestleMania? And I already have a guess. Because he leaked,
1: uh, well, he leaked one word. He said one word, yeah. and it's phenomenal. That's All it. Right. All
0: right. It's, I didn't know if you got it. I didn't know if everybody oh, got it.
1: You know what? That, that hit was so hard to find. Right. Uh, it hurt. Uh, I racked my brain. But we've been talking about I know I've been talking about wanting to see that match. They already have a build-in from when Edge came back at the Rumble. and He broke uh, AJ's shoulder. Yep. Take a play off of that. Um, so, you want to – that's why AJ resigned. You could say that's why AJ resigned. Yeah, he got a hell of a money, but now you get a match against Edge.
0: Yeah, I thought we were
1: getting that. I yeah. take that every day of the week.
0: Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Damian Priest. Okay. Yeah. Damian Priest, after he beats Shelton Benjamin kind of easily, grabs the mic and says, "And I'm okay with who came out, but." comes on and says he wants to beat people that are actually legends, and I mean, I'm I'm just using my own words, essentially. Dude, you just fought AJ fucking Styles. I understand your last two were against Shelton Benjamin and, you know, Bob the Builder or whoever the hell it was, and I have forgotten about it. But don't forget, don't be popping off that you just beat AJ Styles. So that's a legendary match within itself, and he kind of made AJ look a little weak there. Yeah, So I got pissed at it, Damien.
1: I, well, I don't blame you one bit. I I don't like the smug attitude, but are we getting a heel turn with Damien where he's going to get smug very quickly? I think he needs say, to. I, I, well, I agree with that because the character has gotten to a point. I don't want to say stale, but it's just gotten to a point where it's not, it's not doing anything. You know? Right. It's kind of just hanging there. It I'm is, glad he's actually fighting because some there's some U.S. champions we haven't seen that with, right? But, um, yeah, it's just kind of stale and just, ah, eh, whatever. And I, I
0: think his next opponent is where he gets the huge heelisher turn because yeah. Finn comes out and answers it. Do right. I think Finn's gonna win? No, no, sorry, Finn, I, I don't. Um, I, I don't think it's Finn's time with this. I, I think. Uh, Priest loses the US title after Mania and then gets thrown into, because I, I said it before, I think he gets thrown into the heavyweight championship pitcher here in the near future. I, I really yeah. do. But I, I don't think it's going into Mania, because then he's lost in the shuffle at Mania. Maybe he gets, Finn might beat him and then he gets a rematch for Finn or something like that. Uh, I'm okay if they continue that, but if he loses it and ends up in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal holy fuck, what is Damian Priest going to do next year?
1: Right. Well, and that's a, just when Andre the Giant Battle Royal just have the name on it, which it hasn't done anything. It hasn't been worth anything after they killed Cesaro after he won it. Right. Right. Um, it, it's tough to say, but I guess my mind keeps going back. I think he beats Finn next week, obviously, to put him over even more. Who, if he's talking legend, if he's talking this big talent, who would step up to face Damien Priest? Who are they going to bring in? Bob when he comes like, back. Maybe. But although now I'm hearing, I saw reports that Bob's trying to get cleared by Mania. He is. Is it Bob and Damien at Mania? Maybe? If that happens? Maybe there's an open challenge at Mania and Bob answers it. Let's go that route.
0: I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I'd be. I I, I would
1: be all right with that. Because that's kind of how this has been going. Hey, it's an open challenge, or they've been building it that way. You know what I mean? So eh, maybe they maybe they do the open challenge for Damian Priest's title, and it's Bob. Yeah, it's not going to be Elias. <laughs> up it's going to be Veer. It's Veer may have finally come. May finally come at Mania. It.
0: Is this just to work now? This whole veer coming.
1: I, I think it. I think it's they're getting shits and giggles out of it. I, he's going to show up after Mania. At this point, has he got, has but, he
0: walked from Pakistan or India or no disrespect, wherever the hell he's from, has he walked the whole time?
1: Well, he has, and it's been tough getting through the ocean. I feel like so maybe he's, maybe he got stuck in the Atlantic.
0: The octopi he, are
1: getting him. He, 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 you know, Krakens are very uh, in, the, uh, in the Atlantic. Can stop at the iceberg that took down the Titanic and visit it. Maybe he's getting a selfie there. Who knows? I don't know. Coming. He's he getting inspiration from these mythical beasts and these things that are taking down gigantic ships.
0: What else do you have for Raw, my good friend?
1: <laughs> Hang on, I gotta look through my notes. Uh, uh, you know what? Nothing after that. I mean, that's just the perfect way to end Raw. It is. Here's coming, and he's hanging out with Kraken. Champo showed up. Champo was in a match, but it wasn't anything to note.
0: No, no, and I didn't watch NXT to see what him and Ziggler did. Uh, Uh, They're they're pulling them down. You know, Ziggler and a couple other people down to be on NXT, but it's still not enough to make me want to say...
1: I need to watch this. Yeah. What's not must-see yet. And I think... I didn't watch it, but I did see the clip. I know Rude showed up as a camera crew, or as part of the ring crew, and I think screwed Ciampa out of the match. So, Ziggler did win.
0: So, we get Champa at Mania?
1: In a Battle Royal? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Yeah. I, they're working Was- him out of NXT. They clearly... <laughs> I hate to say this. He doesn't fit NXT anymore.
1: No, he doesn't. But uh, to that point, he doesn't fit the whole WWE. No. Touché.
0: I just don't want to say that altogether, but touché.
1: I'm going to say it. He doesn't fit WWE now. And that's how they wanted to build it.
0: Yeah. SmackDown. We start with uh, (coughs) me choking. Uh, Ronda's in the ring with Cole and here comes flair and flair was spit fire go have your second baby bitch
1: yeah yeah it, it was straight fire i mean pretty straightforward they tried to double team team ronda too and that didn't work out are you excited for Rouse and Deville in the next week no.
0: no no because i'm a huge Sonya fan and i yeah. know that and we knew that Ronda was going to have somewhat of a warm-up one-on-one at some point.
1: Right.
0: Uh, because the tag team match was gimmicky and this, that, and the other. So uh, she needs maybe even get another one down the line because WrestleMania, again, five weeks away. I think it's a perfect opponent, essentially, because the stature of Flair and DeVille, if you're you know looking to work some ring rust off of, is damn near the same. But the style is Ronda against Ronda because Deville's a UFC fucking fighter
1: herself. Yeah, so but it's a different style of match. You know, because you see WWE Ronda's just been facing sports entertainers, so maybe we get a little more of a submission based match with her and Sonya next week. Probably not. It's probably it's definitely going to be a squash, but something to look forward to. I'm looking at the positive here. Are you? Are I'm are you? looking at it. I'm
0: hoping. I I thought okay, well. I, I thought SmackDown was actually besides the contract signing was the weaker of the show this week. Um, yeah, Sammy's celebration was was good until Knoxville came out. Like I, I love Sammy on the mic just spewing his shit, and then Knoxville came out, and it seems like it, it kind of it went a little wonky until he, until he started beating him up. Like I, yeah. I knew, I knew what Knoxville had to say or was scripted to say or whatever. He couldn't get it out quick enough. Sammy was stepping on him a couple of times.
1: Yeah, he was. I, I, it makes you wonder. Is Sammy, like, just done with this whole thing? A little I, bit. I don't know. Uh, I'm.
0: It was like, hey, Sammy, this is what you're going to do. You're going to be IC champion going into WrestleMania. Cool, but you're going to face Knoxville. Um, What are we getting out of this? We thought it was okay at Elimination Chamber or or even during SmackDown and everything to get these little fun little things, but you're going to bring this to Mania? And again, I was the one that said Bad Bunny shouldn't be there. And I still say he shouldn't be there. Essentially,
1: he had an all right match last last year. Bad Bunny stepped up. Knoxville's not going to step up. You don't think? I, no. I look at him in the Rumble match. He, wasn't, think, he He didn't do anything. How could I look at him? He threw a couple of terrible punches and did nothing. Yeah, I. but I just don't see him being in that professional wrestling. It just doesn't mesh well. Tammy was definitely going to carry the match no matter what. But I always go back to this, and I think I said this, I don't know, last month or a couple weeks ago. Look at the position they're putting this Intercontinental title in. Yeah. The prestige now only lasts with the fans. The company could not care less about this title. They're putting it, Johnny Knoxville, in a match against Sami Zayn. I get it. You want to have, uh, you know, Sami and Johnny have a match or whatever, and you want another celebrity match on the card. Can we not do it for the title? Because you know what's going to happen Something's telling me Johnny Knoxville's winning the Intercontinental title at Mania.
0: No way. Well, I don't as, know. as long as we did, well, we said that last week. If we get a tournament out of it, then I'm all right with it.
1: Right. We did say that. So that's where I'm, I'm still sticking to that gun. Well, I'm sticking to that hope. I'm just sticking to that gun that it's going to produce a tournament because there's no way Johnny Knoxville is going to be on a run for the Intercontinental title. You know that. No. He, he's going to forfeit it. It was just to get one over on Sammy. And win the feud, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: two more things I want to bring up. Zaya Lee looked extremely weak being the protector in her yeah. debut match. This should have been a squash, like, even going back to Zia Lee NXT, she was the almighty protector of the dynasty of whatever the hell she was doing. Transition mm-hmm. up here to being the protector of uh, Ali or Aliyah or whatever the hell her name is. Um Ali is Mustafa, who's yeah. still wanting out of the WWE, by the way. Yeah. Um, Aliyah. So why didn't Aaliyah kind of come out, uh, if we're going to continue the storyline a little bit? Or is it completely done? These are all thoughts going in my head. Um, I, I just think, I thought Nat was going to win that. I, I really, yeah. and it didn't look like Ziya was an
1: underdog. She yeah. just looked weak. Well, yeah, and her pre-match promo didn't seem too confident building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't really put the confidence in it. This may sound... Natalia's a great worker, but I'm kind of a little bit tired of Natalia. Yep. Because it's almost like a one-trick pony, and I don't want to say that about her in ability, but her personality, it it, it just doesn't... I don't know. I'm just. I kind of would like to see her go away for like a few months, just be, reinvent herself or something, and come back. That's great. I'm just not, and I don't know if it's because it's building up this younger talent that it's just like uh, I'm done with it. The same shtick every week. It I don't is. Know what it is. It is. It, 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 she did. It is. She
0: did the same thing with Leah. Just. She did. Essentially, you know, the three point one seven seconds, whatever. And now she's going to do the same thing with Zaya, just to make her you know, look tough again.
1: It, that's it. it. It's just an old entire trope that's being played here. Zyli um, would then looked at it, impressive. I'm hoping for more. I, I think she can do more. I think she can be a standout player, but we have to see more. Yeah. And I don't know if Natalia is just requiring that she gets her shots in or has a better look you know what I mean, as putting these people over, which is fair, she's a veteran. But the personality thing is just killing me on this.
0: And finally, Sasha takes on and beats Shotzi handily, and Naomi was out there, and now we know how Bailey's coming back. I think they ruined
1: it already. Yeah. Yeah. And not how I would want her to come back.
0: No. Do you think, do you think that Naomi and Sasha win the titles, or do you think Bailey is there to start somewhat of a feud with Naomi and her, and Sasha beat the shit out of her, and then maybe they reclaim the tag titles at some point? They're not around. The heavy, they're not around the, the heavyweight title for a while yet, especially if Ronda's winning the from Flair on WrestleMania.
1: Oh, yeah, they're not getting the title. One of them's not getting a title shot until at least SummerSlam. Um, I feel like they might push for Sasha and Naomi to get their women's tag titles. At this point, I just don't... See, I don't know, because I don't know what they... They don't do anything with the women's tag titles for me to Can. put an investment in it. Yeah,
0: And that's sad, so, but yeah. It, it's
1: very sad, because if I think back to when Sasha and Bailey won them, and then the iconics to come off of them, that was great. There was a lot of buildup for it. It was fantastic, but then it just kind of died because they don't support tag team wrestling. And if you're not going to support tag team wrestling, then don't create the second title or the third tag team title, which is unfortunate.
0: Yup. 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 Uh I have one more thing to say about WWE, and then uh, we can ra- wrap it up, or you can spew off whatever you wanted to say. Uh, I'm actually excited for tomorrow night on WWE's YouTube, uh, Corey and Carmella Premieres. Um, I, I've i been a bear with us listener, uh, their podcast, for the longest time. They, they, they keep it real. I, I really like those two together, and I guess I'm going to get engulfed into a reality show. Thank God it's on YouTube, and I can watch it whenever I want, because I can't watch the premiere tomorrow night, but... Um, if you're on WWE YouTube tomorrow, that's going to be leaked. I think it's actually at noon. So maybe I can work watch it at work, but we, we don't say that because I'm busy at work.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes,
0: very busy at work. So yeah. Check that out. Are you going to, are you going to watch that? I love Corey and Carmela by the way. And I, yeah, I would call them Matt and Leah their face because I respect them a lot on bear with us.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna tune in and check it out because I've done it with Ms. and Mrs. I, I I always check in the reality shows to see what they are and how they turn out to be. So I'm interested to see it in this. I've heard a few episodes of Bear With Us. Now it's not it's not something I regularly listen to. I'll say that, but I'll be interested to see how the everything turns out. The uh, trailer for it looked pretty good. It did. So I think it's gonna be a pretty good show. So I'm excited for it. It's, are you gonna watch it? Now, not at work, obviously. But not at work, I mean, obviously. Obviously. I was going to say, is this something that you and Kelly would watch together now? Probably. Because yeah. she
0: actually listens to Bear With Us as well. And she she really loves... She doesn't know who Carmella is, but she knows who Leah is. Right. Do you get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got what you're throwing down there.
1: Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to bring up? No, Nothing major. Uh, just... Looking ahead, and I'm trying to figure out who uh, Brock's opponent will be at MSG, because I don't think they announced that. I don't remember that being announced yet. No. Besides, right. it could be Lashley, but uh, that's about it for WWE. That's all I'm looking at right now.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm shocked that they're not making that the, the first Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah. Uh, main I'm, event, yeah. I
0: mean. God, Saturday Night Live.
1: Saturday um, live from New York. It would be live from New York. So that would, would
0: work. It would be. Yes. Yeah.
1: But, I don't know. Uh, but, well, I think that plays back to MSG's production fees, or whatever it is. Because I think that's the only reason you don't see more of MSG on Raw. True. Because they have to pay an arm and a length for that.
0: Yeah, and you can just go down to Brooklyn and have it for <laughs> millions of dollars cheaper. Exactly. So. Alright, we sounded a little mundane today, but, uh, I think we're both just worn out. And it's not wrestling worn out. I think it's just life worn out.
1: Yeah, life life gets to us someday. Next yeah. week, I'll bring it. Me I'll bring too.
0: it next week. Next, next week, we'll definitely bring it because we'll have our revolution uh, predictions run over what the hell does happen on WWE. And maybe we throw this out there to Can't Crush Your Nation. We'd like to hear some of your freaking phone call predictions for a revolution and that would be cool so you can call the hotline number and this just came to my head so i'm pulling up the number right now since i haven't said it in a while
1: jenks it's do you remember it? yeah no. not off the top of my head it's been a while since we talked about it
0: well because we had to have this everybody get a phone line get a phone line and we'll call in and yeah so let's get your revolution predictions On the hotline, leave your message. Leave it under three minutes long. Don't call 75 times for some people. But the (laughs) number is 814-299-6687. We'll play them on the show. We'll uh, make fun of you if we don't like them. Or we'll agree with you. Again, 814-299-6687. Get your revolution predictions in for next week. And uh, then we'll give you ours. And then maybe... Maybe if I like your predictions and when you call, I'll just have you come on the show.
1: Yeah, we could do it. I think we should. So do it. I think so too. Guest, the possibilities are inland. Guest predictioner. Yes, yes, yes. And if it by popular demand, I will get the 40 year dash co host that doesn't watch. I'll get his predictions
0: too. We'll Who my he ass says. the last time, by the way?
1: Yeah, you know, Mushi stepped up his game for not knowing anybody in this so we'll see what he says
0: all right jenks again make sure you listen to us on spotify on uh, all the podcast outlets itunes google play all that don't forget i will push it again this coming wednesday vet adams is going to be the most inspirational heartwarming crying amazing freaking story in professional wrestling it is already from me crowned the interview of the year so if you have something better you guys better bring it get a hold of us and we'll put you on the spotlight um i'm excited vet adams from deep south wrestling
1: can't wait to see it can't wait to hear it i should say not see it all of the above
0: <laughs> remember jenks just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things the garbage can not a garbage
1: cannot. <laughs>